of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. I'm your host, Tia. And today's episode, we are doing all headlines, all celebrity. Okay, we were going to have an interview with actually not only one, but two stars of this um, reality show that I will not name. And they both flaked. So you can uh, reference episode two with Max Collar where we make a a note that a lot of divas we work with tend to have a trend to be D-list celebrities. This is one of those cases. It is what it is. I'm not crying over it. We have a great episode regardless. And shout out to my friend to here for stepping in last minute to give us a great show. We'll get into that in a bit. But before we do, I want to open up this show telling you a little story that actually ties in with one of our headlines that we're going to talk about later on. And we are talking Vanderpump Rules. All right, Bravo fans, please stand up. I'm going to tell you guys a story that's going to have you a little shook. It still has me shook to my core, if I'm being real. But I'm going to tell you about a time. A couple of years ago, I was working on an entertainment news show, and I often met Bravo celebrities, and I didn't fully get to appreciate the experience at the time. It's the craziest thing, because now I'm like, absolute Bravo Network devotee. I do not miss a beat. Summer House, Vanderpump Rules, every Real Housewives franchise with the exception of Dallas. Can't really click with that one. But other than that, yeah, I mean, look, I'm on top of it. I do not miss a beat. So it's crazy that, you know, just a few years ago, I really wasn't completely in the loop with it. And that just so happened to be (laughs) the time in my life where I not only met a ton of these people for work, but I'm going to tell you guys about the time I actually took shots with Tom Schwartz. Yes, you heard that right. 50% of Tom Tom, Tom Schwartz was well you know no no no. we're gonna take this back how did this all even how did we get into that position where we were holding said shot glass with tom schwartz let me tell you so a couple years ago i booked a last minute trip shocker been doing that a lot these days to la never been there before this is spring of 2019 um and a co-worker and i at the time we were just like you know what let's bust out of this joint. Let's go to LA. Don't really know what even triggered it to be honest, but I'm happy it happened because again, somewhere I've always wanted to go. So we booked this last minute trip and we make it a mission that when we go to LA, we are hitting every Lisa Vanderpump restaurant there is. We're hitting Sir. We're hitting Pump. We're hitting Tom Tom. period. Okay. It's happening. And even as someone who wasn't even like a devoted Vanderpump Rules fan the way I am now, I understood the importance of this. I wasn't going to miss any of these spots. We were hitting all three. And so we get to LA and ironically, because we really just went into this trip, like completely no plans, no nothing. We end up both scheduling a meeting, me with E! News, her with CBS. And it was for the same time that Friday. Like literally maybe a half hour apart, just ironically last minute, we both booked these crazy, crazy meetings. And so we go our separate ways that Friday. Well, let me actually go back before we even get to that Friday night. The day we land, it was a Thursday and we decide we got to go to Tom Tom for dinner. It was very new. It had just opened then. We went, had great service, great food, great drinks. The drinks were, I would say, even better than the food. And our server was super kind. 
you know, a handsome little foreign guy. I want to say it was a French accent, like what you would typically expect for a Lisa Vanderpump employee. Just great service, great experience, great night. That's important that I mention this for later on. But let me fast forward now. Friday, like I said, we had these meetings and to celebrate after just for, you know, even doing that and having a great networking opportunity while we were out there, we go and have a drink, a little happy hour moment at Sir. So her and I go, we have these amazing strawberry drinks. Oh my God, I wanna see if I can actually find my phone what exactly they were. Let me check this menu real quick, hold up. Okay, yeah, see this is why I take a picture of every food and drink and menu I ever come across. I know I had it here. It was the strawberry gimlet. I'm saying this just in case that's still on the menu and y'all ever think you're going to stir anytime soon, I recommend this drink. It was happy hour, $7, kettle one vodka, fresh lime, fresh strawberry puree. Oh my God, it was to die for. Very simple, but very well balanced. Great drink. And then we also got the goat cheese empanadas. Fabulous. Anyway, we have our little moment at Sir. Great. Then fast forward, maybe it was either that night or the following night, Saturday night. We decide to go out and we don't know where to go. We're not familiar with the geography of WeHo and what places are fun to go to, what aren't. We didn't really do our proper research. So we start roaming around town. We make our first stop to be pumped. And I had some like fun little fruity drink while we were there. That was a good vibe. I think of all three though, that was probably my least favorite. No particular reason. I guess it seemed like the crowd was a little older. I don't know. But Tom Tom was definitely my favorite of the three. Um, anyway, so we actually end up back at Tom Tom. Long story short is we roam around WeHo. We have no idea. Like we're not vibing with any place in particular. And I just look at my friend and I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just go back to Tom Tom? We went there for dinner the other night. Looked fun. Looked like a lot of people were just there for drinks. Let's just do that. So we go to Tom Tom and we go to order a drink. And as we do, I turn around because I'm a big people watcher. Bit my head's always just rotating. I'm looking around at people wherever I am. And I turn around and I see our waiter from the previous night come into Tom Tom. He's walking in, except this time he's not working. He's coming in just to like hang out. And so I take it upon myself. I'm like, oh my God. Let me uh, key key it up with him because we don't know anybody here and like we don't know what to do and whatever. So I go over to him with my friend and I'm like, hey, do you remember us from the other night? What's going on? Super nice person. He's just like, yeah, oh my God. Hey, you guys should follow me. Come meet my friends. I want to introduce you to my friends. All right. You might see where this is going. He walks us over <laughs> and in the flesh is the one, the only Tom Schwartz now. Again, no clue at the time. I had no clue. I had no clue who he was, no clue who I was standing in front of. And um, my friend that I was with just looks over at me and whispers, she's like, oh my God, that's Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules. And all of a sudden I appreciate the moment a little more, not in the sense that I would today. Again, very upsetting, very upsetting to me, but it was Tom Schwartz. And I thought, damn, let's live it up. We're with Tom Schwartz. We're with half of Tom Tom, 50%. Let's have a drink. And so being the great just like businessman and like guy he is, he was very kind and just like, you know, he wasn't going crazy drinking at all, but he was definitely like was holding the fort down and making sure everyone there was having a great time, ourselves included, and made us a great drink. He maybe made us one or two really great drinks. And yeah, A1 mixologist there, I'll tell you that. I remember vividly thinking this is... <laughs> absolutely delicious um and it was a good time really good vibe i recommend you know i just actually checked tom tom's instagram it seems that they'll be reopening soon and that actually alludes to what our headline will be about later on in the show i'm not going to dive into it yet but yes very cool experience i recommend if you ever go to la 
you have to hit the three spots. I mean, come, like if you are a Bravo fan, that really should go without me saying you are going to hit pump. You're going to hit sir. You're going to hit Tom Tom. You just have to. It's like a moral obligation. But if I were to rank them, I would say Tom Tom number one, sir, and then pump. Um, but you got to do all three. You got to do all three. There was nothing that I was like, ew, this is disgusting. It's just you're from fabulous to great to good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was really great though. Um, all three experiences. Loved it. Cannot believe I did not know Tom Schwartz before that. It's so crazy too when I think about it. Just like I met so many Bravo people when I worked at this show back then that I didn't realize. Like just listing off Vanderpump people, Stasi came in, Lala, Brittany, um, Katie, Kristen, so many people, maybe more that I just don't remember. Um, but yeah, it's just insane to me that I didn't fully know who they were then. Who else? We had like Kyle Richards from Housewives of Beverly Hills. I remember that. I remember Yolanda Hadid coming in, but I didn't think of her as a housewife of Beverly Hills. I thought of her as, oh, cool, that's Bella and Gigi's mom. You know, I didn't realize at the time, and it's so crazy. I think back, like, damn, if only I knew then what I know now. But it's all good. It's all good. Great memories nonetheless. And now, without further ado, we are going to head into the headlines for this week, the celebrity. Let me introduce you guys to this week's co-host, Tahir Russell. Him and I used to work at Page Six TV together. We know a thing or two about pop culture. Okay, so he's going to help me discuss some major headlines that came out this week, and hopefully you'll learn a little something-something. So without further ado, let me introduce to you my good friend, Tahir Russell, to the show. Going on. So uh, Tahir and I, we are the pop culture people, so we got some time. That's right. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hit you with some, some stories that happened this week. And the first one, probably the biggest one, is Tristan Thompson. <laughs> cheats again it's springtime so that's like kind of when he gets like springtime he likes to let loose so this would be the third time he's cheated on chloe that we know of um but basically they're allegedly 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 allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so there are allegations made by instagram model sydney chase that tristan and her hooked up back in january 2021 and that he's contacted her as recently as one day after true's birthday which was april 12th um, and that's obviously his daughter with Chloe. So first I want to just ask, like, do you believe that this girl is telling the truth? I mean, probably. He obviously has a pattern. He has a type. I mean, he definitely likes those Instagram influencer types. And, you know, she kind of fits that demographic. I mean, she looks like, you know, one of those girls. And um, look, after the second time, she should have been done with him. But this is the third time. I mean, and she is trying to have a baby with him. Again. Yeah. I mean, that's what the last couple episodes were from Keeping Up with Kardashians. My personal opinion, I think that, you know, she kind of wants to keep it all within her other kids, like all within the family. Because if you look at her sisters, they all have kids from the same father. Now we have Chloe and Tristan, but it's like, I don't know, girl, that's a lot. It's it's all real messy. It's It's very messy. messy. And I do, I believe this girl, like you said, it's not like breaking news, like, oh, he cheated like it's not shocking um so she actually went on a podcast and she kind of like i guess revealed all of this they were drinking and there's bits of mm. it recorded from this podcast she describes his parts she reveals these texts allegedly from tristan saying quote chloe is not my type um and then she says she tried to cut things off well she did cut things off when she found out he wasn't single and then chloe allegedly reached out to her on instagram dm 
and she like scribbled out the messages but what you could see is chloe saying hi sydney this is chloe and then quote i would appreciate if our conversation can remain confidential and then the pray emoji so so much for that but um yeah i mean i think i think it's there's so many receipts this girl has she came ready for people not believing her, I guess, but um, I think it happened. And then just to kind of give a timeline of this relationship too, Chloe and him started dating in 2016. They had true April, 2018. And days before Chloe gave birth, literally days before, Daily Mail shared a video of Tristan kissing another woman at PhD rooftop in New York. And then he was later photographed entering a hotel with the same woman. So we can all just guess what happened there. Um, and then TMZ posted videos that were back from October 2017, where Tristan's kissing two other women in a hookah lounge. So that I think. Oh yeah, we I covered before you got there. We covered this at, at page six. I remember get, looking for the oh, photos. Yeah. yeah, it's so messy. Like that, was, <laughs> that basically I think stressed Chloe out into giving birth. Like I think that induced the labor. Um, and you probably of, that's when that happened. That was the first cheating moment with Tristan and Chloe. Then um, it, it seemed like Chloe just kind of stayed with him, like you said, to, to keep the family together um, and tried making it work. She was often seen in Cleveland, out on dates with him and stuff. Then fast forward February 2019. And this is when the reports of Tristan cheating with Kylie Jenner's ex-best friend, Jordan Woods, came to light. We all know what happened there. Uh, RIP to that friendship. So then after- uh, But real quick, sorry to interject, yeah. but my thing is I do feel like she, maybe not also an apology, but um, I don't know. They really like dogged that girl out like real bad. I mean, she came, she did come out on top because people know who she is because mm-hmm. of that incident. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's on the cover of Cosmo and she's, you know, in all these, you know, TV shows now, like, you know, had a guest role in Ronish and, you know, she, she's making moves now, you know, like her bag is definitely secure. But I mean, the way for them to just, you know, openly bash her and then, you know, saying that she's lying about X, Y, and Z, but then you're taking him back publicly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I just... And it's not like they they haven't done any of these things before. I mean, she was allegedly dating Trey Songz, who she was friends with Lauren London. And Lauren London and Trey Songz dated for a while. So it's like, I mean, you messy too. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's funny because actually, I think it was about a week, not even two weeks before all of that came out. I had interviewed Jordan Woods during fashion week. And I remember I was like so excited that she was going to be on the red carpet. And I was telling all my coworkers, oh my God, Jordan Woods is going to be there. And no one knew who she was. They're like, who maybe two weeks later, whatever that happened, everyone's like, Oh, Jordan Wood. Oh, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, is that the girl you saw at the red carpet? I'm like, yeah. So yeah, she did blow up. But I agree. I think that they really, really, really gave her a hard time with that whole situation. I'm glad she's like doing okay and she's on top now, but that was rough to watch. So it definitely took some time after that. They did split up Chloe and Tristan after that situation and kind of seemed to rekindle during quarantine. And we, we're seeing that now with the season of keeping up. Then no one's talking about this, but February 21st, 2021, Chloe puts up a shoe ad on Instagram. And I'm doing quotes around shoe ad because you just see her butt and a big old diamond ring on her finger. It was an ad for Good American. And she puts this picture up. It fuels engagement rumors. Tristan comments on it about the diamond ring. No, one, I don't know why that didn't become like a bigger story, but I'm pretty sure that was her being like, yeah, we're low-key engaged now. And now April 22nd, this whole podcast comes to light i only know about that because you put it on your instagram story <laughs> and i went to go look <laughs> no i was talking about it I'm like yo she and if you look through her instagram she's like consistently wearing the ring yeah but 
I put on my little FBI hat on and I went through her Instagram stories. Um, it it might've been posted from Sunday, I want to say of her. Like she's like doing this whole thing where she's drinking a gallon of water a day now. And she's talking with her hands in her video. And I go, oh, and I screenshot, there's no ring on her left hand. So I don't know if she just took that off the other day, coincidentally, like during that video, What? but she's, if you scroll through in the recent months, she's always has that rock on her finger. So I wonder if because of everything going on, she just took it off. Probably. I mean, they're not stupid. They are very calculated. They've been doing this for a long time. They know how to get us talking and, you know, keep their names in the business. Like the show is ending, but they're not going to be irrelevant at all. No, for sure. And they have some other Hulu project coming or whatever. But do you think that Chloe will take him back after this? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. She can do so much better. I she mean, so much better. I feel so bad for her. She deals with the Lamar bullshit. And then she's got this now. And like, I don't necessarily feel bad. I mean, yeah, yes. Okay, let me not say that because it is a fucked up situation all around, but it's almost like, you know, she has allegedly done the things that, you know, I said before, you know, like taking her friend's men or like even just her friend's exes. Like, you know, that's kind of like girl code, you know, you don't really, you don't, you don't do that. So, yeah. I mean, if she's done all those things, it's kind of like karma. I mean, call well, it what it is. People are saying that. And even just like when she and Tristan first got together, he was with someone else, has a child with someone else. And while he was pregnant with her, that's when he got together with Chloe. So a lot of people are saying, oh, well, this is just karma. But this is a point where it's like, oh my God, I feel so bad for her. She's definitely embarrassed about the whole thing. Clearly, she still hasn't made a statement about anything. So we don't know where she stands. But no one in the family has said anything. Tristan hasn't said anything. And the show, they stopped rapping for their show. So it's like we can wait until the next season to find out. It's literally like, you know, that's the worst. Whatever she's comfortable talking about. Yeah, yeah. So we're not sure when we're going to get a statement from her. I mean, at some point she's going to. But it, for me, like what I want to see happen is I want to see her throw away Tristan, <laughs> like get rid of him, you know, obviously keep some sort of a relationship so you can co-parent. But I want to see her get back together with French Montana. That era, I loved when she used to date him. He was like cool with the fam, like cool with Scott, like really good friends with Scott. And like, that just seemed like a fun relationship. I'm truly not sure why they ever broke up. That was like years ago now. I agree. I think they were cool together. Yeah, I would love to see her get back with him personally. It's so crazy. The first episode I did of this, we're only on episode four now. First episode, I was like, I'm rooting for them. I want Chloe and Tristan. <laughs> like, damn, Tristan, it's been like three weeks. <laughs> so it's crazy. I feel so bad. This is- just- He obviously also has a problem. I mean- Yeah. I don't know, there's ways to be sneaky. And he seems to just do like the dumbest things in the world. I mean, you also, you're a fucking, what, over six foot tall, you know, basketball player. Where do you think you're hiding? Go to fucking (laughs) Minnesota if you're gonna gonna cheat. Like, why are you in these big ass cities where people are gonna follow you around? I mean, you're also tied to some of the most famous people in the world. In the most populated cities, going to the most populated clubs. Yeah. Oh, that's just dumb. Yeah. Fly somebody out to Rhode Island. Yeah. You know, I mean, cheat, what the hell is that? Cheat smarter. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, do it a little bit smarter. You know, like get like a burner phone, a chirp from back in the day, something. It's a fake Instagram that you're messaging her from something. I don't yeah. know. It is just, it's, it's a mess. I feel so bad for Chloe. I hope she dumps his ass. But in other relationship news, so we have. The rekindling of an old flame going on. J-Lo and Ben Affleck were just seen together. So they were, uh, they recently reconnected in LA 
following her split from A-Rod and people are basically losing their minds over this. So just to give a little backstory on their relationship, they were together from 2002 to 2004. They were engaged and they were set to tie the knot in September of 2003, but they postponed it literally one day before the wedding because of a media frenzy. It was way too much, way too chaotic. They actually contemplated hiring three decoy brides <laughs> at three different locations. And that's when they were like, all right, this is like getting too crazy. They ended up actually officially calling it quits in January of 2004. And then now Ben, like literally I, back in April, JLo's In Style magazine cover came out. It's the May issue. And he and a couple of her other exes made some comments um, about her talent and her incredible career. And he said, quote, she remains to this day, the hardest working person I've come across in the business. She has great talent, but she has also worked very hard for her success. And I'm so happy for her that she seems at long last to be getting the credit she deserves. So now, yeah, Ben was just seen being picked up and dropped off at JLo's LA mansion Friday, April 30th. But a source tells E! News, quote, they are just friends. What do you think about this rekindling of Benifer? I mean, they're probably just banging. It's the <laughs> rebound for both of them. I mean, they both got out of, well, didn't he recently just... Mm-hmm. Get out of a relationship. He was dating like what Lindsay Shookus for a long time. Yeah, SNL writer, and he was briefly dating somebody else. And what well, he was married to Jennifer Gardner, right? Yep, yep. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, like they're both older now. They have kids now. Different stages of their lives. You know, their careers are still pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're adults. Yeah, they're having a good time. And honestly, I'm here for it. Poor JLo has been through the ringer. Um, and I, I feel like I mean, maybe it's her at this point. This has she fun. been single? Has she been has she been single like ever for an extended period of time? I feel like she's always in a relationship, you know, like it's from one thing to another and it's never like, okay, let me just be alone like yeah. for a while. Like yeah. he loves being in love, obviously, but I mean maybe I don't know. She needs to love herself, date herself. I don't yeah, know. You're right. You're right. No, she's definitely one of those people that always is with someone. And, and she- she's always had a career. Mm-hmm. Like she I I've never felt like, you know, she hasn't been doing something. If it's not like a, a movie, it's like music, you know, like one is always popping. Yeah, she's doing something. Then she got her, her makeup line. Like she's nonstop with her businesses. And she's definitely, like you said, he, she's really getting the credit that she deserves at this point in her career. You know, the Super Bowl performances, everything. She's just mm-hmm. killing it. So I agree. I, I think they're just having a good time. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be mad. if hey, My favorite is like her and Diddy, though. I like them together. Right, he is a throwback. Wow. That's like Jenny from the Block era. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like my favorite J-Lo era, though, when she was like, you know, trying to be hip hop. But then when they got real hood, yeah. she was out. She's <laughs> like, let me go be a little more pop. Um, yeah. <laughs> is there any like Hollywood couples you've really, I mean, other than I guess like if Diddy and J-Lo got back together, is there any Hollywood couple that you'd really like to see rekindle an old flame? I feel like everyone's on team jennifer and brad pitt but someone else mm, i gotta really think um for me if i'm thinking on my toes there's definitely a better answer out there than this but i immediately go to miley cyrus and nick jonas because my 15 year old self isn't over that. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect disney couple <laughs> but like britney and justin timberlake like i wish that could have been an iconic couple Uh, I mean, they kind of are, I mean, back then, but now after watching the Britney doc, I'm like, oh, well, maybe not anymore. Have you seen that? 
Yeah, yeah, that was messy. That was real messy. Yeah, that's another messy one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough one, but. No, I got nothing right now. Okay. I got. Come back to me. I'll think of it later at the okay, end. Okay. Okay. No worries. No worries. Um, one couple that we are going to talk about too. Another headline from this past week is a couple that has made it last so far. <laughs> I don't want to be. Oh, that's really dark. They're good. They're good. <laughs> Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are celebrating two years of marriage. They uh, they began dating back in 2016 and tied the knot during a surprise Las Vegas ceremony in May 2019, right after the Billboard Music Awards. Literally, they went from the award show to the this chapel in Vegas. They had the Elvis impersonator officiate the wedding. They did it for legal reasons because they later, a couple months later that summer, they had their lavish formal ceremony um in france so this was like they said for legal reasons they did this um it's just fun and like part of their personality i guess and i don't know if you remember but diplo back when this happened diplo exposed the whole thing on like live streamed the wedding on instagram live oh he did (laughs) yeah he's like i didn't know it was real um but yeah so that's kind of how that news broke and uh the two shared never before seen photos from their vegas wedding on instagram over the weekend so how do you feel about this couple i mean now at this point every jonas brother is married um they all seem to have very stable happy marriages do you have a favorite couple is it sophie and joe like favorite couple out of the three of them yeah so we got nick jonas and priyanka joe jonas sophie turner and kevin with normal girl that he's just known since he was a teenager uh which is girl danielle from new jersey um i like them all to be honest i mean i guess nick and priyanka are the most like you know visible because she's like super famous um but i mean they all seem pretty yeah unproblematic you know they're from jersey too like us you know i mean yeah they're all go to the short hills mall sometimes what i was just there this weekend i never ran into a jonas brother (laughs) so i used to work at the apple store at the short hills mall and in one of them who's the older one who's the oldest one kevin 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 has been in there a couple of times. Oh, I yeah. freak out. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Let me run into a Jonas Brother just one time. <laughs> what I would do. Um, damn. Yeah, I don't think I really have a favorite either when I think about it, but I do love Joe and Sophie, like just how fun they are and like free spirit. Like they would do the Vegas wedding. Uh, would you ever actually consider having a Vegas wedding? Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, it wouldn't, if I ever get married, I don't think I would want to do like the traditional, like, you know, um, Sarah ceremony where you know you have like groomsmen and you know I, I pick everybody out and it's like you know this yeah. whole thing I just want like one big ass party yes and that's it like I, I just want the party everybody eat I don't want the whole ceremony I can elope with you know my partner or whatever and then we can just get together have a have a party and call it a day that and is- why not Vegas I mean I'd be down yeah I just said it this past weekend that's so funny I was like I'm already like stressed. I am nowhere near an engagement in my life, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm stressed out thinking about picking bridesmaids and like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and all these things. That part, that part, because, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, people in your life who, you know, you may not necessarily think of them as close as they think of you. That happens sometimes, you know, or like vice versa. Yeah. And like, oh my God, that can get so messy and you don't want it to be a personal thing. I was like, you know mm. what? I'm not against the whole Vegas. Like, that's fun. Imagine you're just out, like you're partying with a bunch of friends and you're just like, let's just do it. 
<laughs> let's just get this done and then we'll have a party with our friends and family and not make any you know you don't have to do those, mm. those other decisions i'm here for that yeah vegas wedding all the way all right also what happened over the weekend we had dj khaled drop a new album called khaled khaled so actually i didn't even realize this the title is his name like i didn't realize his real name is khaled muhammad khaled <laughs> so he's really khaled khaled uh so that came out friday and um he released two songs from the album late last year so pop star and grease both featuring champagne poppy aka drake and now the full track list is here featuring artists like justin bieber 21 savage make the stallion post malone cardi b so many huge names in the industry i want to know what are your thoughts on this album so like we were kind of talked about this over instagram earlier but i mean it was okay i think maybe i need to listen to it one more time to really take it in but you know the first song i listened to was cardi b song and i just wasn't feeling it and i I like yeah i just was not feeling that but his other albums in the past like major key i really like because i feel like he put artists together that you wouldn't necessarily expect together like uh megan trainer and wiz khalifa have a song together who would ever imagine megan trainer on a hip-hop track with wiz khalifa like forgive me father is a dope track yeah 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 that's you know, i mean things like that mm-hmm. i listened back to major key earlier and i was like you know what there are some huge songs on this. Do you mind? Um, wasn't it for free on that too? Yes, yeah, yes. That amazing? I got the keys with Jay Z and Future. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he had some really good songs. But I feel like also it, it's been a lot of the same artists. Like, of course, like he went the big yeah. names. But at the same time, I think it would have been better if, like, you know, why couldn't it be like Drake and Megan Thee Stallion on a song? Like, at least it'll be the same artist. Like, put the yeah, put d- features that you wouldn't expect on yeah, on a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally I feel that. I mean, I I felt like um oh what was this name of the song? But I like the one with Post Malone, Meg The Stallion, Lil Baby, and the and the Baby were all on one song, and I thought that was fun because like Post Malone with them, I wouldn't imagine that in the mix. Oh, I did it. I did it. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like Justin Bieber with Twenty One Savage. I don't think that was done before, but I, I mean, Justin Bieber is like a regular on DJ Khaled's albums. I and so is 21 Savage. He was on the last one. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same artist, yeah. which is, is fine, I guess. But I mean, I mean, if you want to do that, where's Beyonce and Jay-Z? Like, well, Jay-Z was on there. Oh, together. Yeah, Jay is on it. Jay is on it. But I mean, like, together, you know? Yeah. Do you know what really did surprise me now that we're talking about this? Justin Timberlake. Where did he come from? Oh, th- th- see, that was a good one. That was a good one, you that know? Was yeah, but you're right. So I was listening through, and I think I just was listening to, like, really, really good ones in a row for a bit. Then I came across Cardi B's song I really wasn't crazy about, Big Paper. Um, Lil Wayne, the first track, Thankful, wasn't crazy about it. I feel like it didn't get good to, like, I don't know, a minute. I like the reggae song he has on there. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like um, with Buju and all of them. Like, I like that. But yeah. also, I thought it'd been cool if he had like a like a Missy Elliott and Timberland track. Like that would have been cool. Oh, yeah, that would have been like Missy Elliott, Timberland, and Pharrell. Like something like that. Like a like a even though they're all producers, like a four way collab on something would have been nice. Like on his last album, he has a song with uh, Calvin Harris. Oh, you know, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I was gonna ask you too. Like, what if you if you hope to see any collabs in the future at DJ Khaled album? Like, what's your dream collab that you hope he does? I think the one I just said, like Pharrell, Missy, and um, Timberland would be cool. That's a good one. That's good. Like yeah. something with Missy because I feel like she does. She gets her flowers now for sure. She is a living legend, but um, she's in her own lane, and I feel like sometimes she does get forgotten about, or maybe you know, 
yeah, uh, some more appreciation to a lot of the other female rappers like Foxy Brown and Little Kim. I mean, granted, like some of the stuff Little Kim has put out in the last couple of years hasn't really been that good. But I mean, you know, maybe she just doesn't have the best producers right now. But, yeah. you know, I feel like if if she was to do something with one of them, you know, it, it could be magic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, DJ Khaled does produce a lot of magic. I was thinking, yeah. like, you know, I was thinking Travis Scott, but then I'm like, I remember he had actually three features on Grateful, his 2017 album. And like, none of them really like stuck with me. Celebrate was really good on Father of a Star. I like that one, yeah. Post Malone, I think was on it. Um, yeah. yeah. And that was really good. So I, w- I would like to see him on this too, collaborating with someone you wouldn't expect. Um, that would have been cool. Future, like you said, I got the keys. Like that's probably one of the best songs on any DJ Khaled album ever. Like bring back future. I don't know. There was a lot of same old stuff is on here type of vibe. Yeah. You know, but I mean, still let it go. Justin Bieber, 21 Savage, still probably my favorite on the album, regardless. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably just the believer in me, but yeah. (laughs) You do love Bieber. I love Bieber. I mean, you can't tell me that every song Bieber made with DJ Khaled wasn't a bop. No brainer. I'm the one. You know, like, there's a lot of, like, big ones that he's had. They've had big collaborations, but I don't know. I definitely agree with you. His next album, I'm hoping for more, like, surprise collabs, like you said. Just something different. Something more like the, or even not even a collab, just a different artist. Like, how he brought in Justin Timberlake. That song's great. Like, yeah. I loved it. And I listened to it, and it was so funny at, like, the pre-chorus. Listen back to it and tell me I'm not right. But it sounded like Chris Brown for a second. I'm like... I knew when it started, it was Justin Timberlake. Then his voice mm-hmm. changed up on me, and I'm like... Or oh, that would have been a cool collab, like a Justin Timberlake and Chris Brown feature on an I, album. Exactly. Then I thought, like, this could be really cool. And then I looked back on the title, I'm like, no, it's just Justin Timberlake. His voice just really sounded different there for a minute. And then I thought, that would be something unexpected and crazy, and, like, that could work. So hopefully, I don't know, he does something cool like that next time. Um. All right, yeah. And then the next and the last topic we have here is about Vanderpump Rules and they are set to start production soon on season nine. So there is a lot of layers to this story. Okay, so it's been more than 18 months since the cameras last rolled on Vanderpump Rules, and after many firings in the off-season as well, they fired, I'm losing count of how many people. A lot four of, of them, I think. Four of them, but then also a fifth, we'll, we'll get into it. So basically, Variety reports that the Bravo series is set to begin production season nine in the upcoming weeks. So very soon. But just to give backstory on what happened last June, right in the wake of the Black Lives Matter movement, Bravo fired a few OG cast members. There was Stasi Schroeder and Kristen Dowdy because of their past racist actions against Faith Stowers. She was a former Vanderpump Rules cast member. So what happened there was in 2018, Stasi and Kristen reported Faith to the police for a crime that she had nothing to do with. And Faith basically revealed what they had done on Instagram Live last summer and it went viral. Um, So Bravo cut them out. They also cut out Max and Brett, not nearly as significant members of the show, but cast members nonetheless. So that was the four they cut out like in June of last year, gone. Then late last year, so in December, Jax Taylor, also an OG on the show, he was fired and his wife, Brittany, announced on Instagram that she wouldn't be returning either. So that's six people gone from the show. And a lot of people speculated, you know, it's been a long time since they've taped anything. But when you think about it, the show takes place in all of Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants and with COVID Mm -hmm. restaurants have been closed. So what are they going to tape? So without taping for, again, over 18 months, 
and all these firings, is the show going to come back? It's really never been confirmed or denied from Bravo until now. So who is left? I had to think to myself, who is left in the cast to be in this upcoming season? We have the Tom Tom owners, Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz, and their ladies, Katie and Ariana. We have Lala Kent, and she's together with Randall, huge TV producer. Uh, Sheena Shea. Lala and Sheena also just became new moms. Like as of, I mean, Sheena a couple days ago, Lala maybe a few months now. Uh, James Kennedy and his girlfriend, Raquel. So there's still a lot of like good members of the show that I think will bring a lot of drama. But if Stassi and Brittany were still on the show, that would have been a baby boom for Vanderpump Rules. It was four of them basically all pregnant at the same time. But apparently the show is still going to go on. So my question is, do you think that like ratings are going to be affected now with the loss of some of these major cast members? You think it'll still, I mean, it's season nine. So there's a loyal following to the show now at this point. Do you think it's going to be affected? I don't know. I mean, have to know. Yeah, also, people like to forget, you know, I mean, look at like, uh, go connect it to the housewives, right? So think of like any other housewife that has gotten into any trouble in the past. And, you know, they are off the show for a season or for a couple of episodes and then they're back as if nothing happened. So I think maybe it may affect not the show necessarily, but maybe those individual people that got fired. Like um, those were some pretty serious accusations. I mean, you can't be saying the N-word in tweets and thinking that, you know, that's okay, regardless of how old, however old you are. I mean, they were like, uh, those two guys, I can't think of how, you know, how old they were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why they got fired is because they... They found old tweets of them saying that word. I mean, you can't yeah. be you can't be doing that. Like, what the yeah. hell is wrong with you? I mean, you know better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they'll recover. They were. I don't. I don't think they're coming back on TV at all. I mean, especially because they weren't significant. But you're right. That like people do forget, and then time goes by. They try to pick up a new project, and mm-hmm. some people are like another network might pull them in. Who knows? I did do a poll on the podcast Instagram and see, will you tune in now that a lot of the main people are gone? And overwhelmingly, a lot of people will still tune in. They don't care that Stassi's gone, Kristen's gone, Jax is gone. So maybe they'll be okay. I mean, I can't say my Instagram is a solid reflection of all the viewers of the show. (laughs) But um, I mean, I think I I still definitely watch. I'm not like, I didn't tune in for Stassi's drama. Like I tuned in for the show as a whole. I think there's a lot more that the show can still give, like with the cast that they do have left. Plus, I'm hoping they kind of have like new staff maybe that they'll bring in. Maybe like it'll be a more diverse cast and they'll have like new servers that they bring in. and It could be like a new era for the show. I think it could be a really good opportunity that they could take advantage of because they got some shit to clean up now after that was- I mean, that would be smart, but we both know it don't always work like that. Oh no, (laughs) it don't always work like that. It would be a smart move to make. I'm just not sure if that's a direction that- Bravo will actually go in. I think some cast members are going to try, like you said, some people forget. So I think that Jax and Brittany are definitely going to try to get a spinoff. If it's not on Bravo, they're going to try somewhere else because I think they, especially Jax, like need camera, like they need the attention, they need the spotlight. And I remember when they um, announced that they weren't coming back, he had posted on Instagram for Britney's birthday on January 25th of this year, saying this whole caption and it ended with, quote, so excited for our growing family and our future projects. So I think he was kind of teasing a little something. Uh, when Britney put up her announcement of their departure from the show December 4th on Instagram, she ended that caption saying, quote, stay tuned. So I think they want to stay relevant. And if they can't do it on Bravo, they're going to try to do it somewhere else. I don't think Bravo will pick them up though, because I think they want to clean up the mess that has 
thing it caused, but the that yeah. first caused, you know. I agree. I mean, I don't really watch the show like that, but I know enough about it. But like with Vanderpump Rules, right? Do they need to be friends with each other, or is it just if you work at the bar, then you're kind of just on the show? So it's it's now that it's been on for so long, all the people like that are OGs from the show. They don't work at the restaurants anymore. But that's how it started. They were all like just people that worked at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. They were hooking up here and there, you know, like it was like that. And then people kind of blew up over the years with their own projects. And they have some like like the newbies, like Max and Brett, people that were working at the restaurant still on the show. And then the big successes like Stassi and Jackson, Brittany doing their own thing, popping in the restaurants here and there. But um I, I, that's why I think it kind of should maybe we should go back to the beginning let's like go back to the way the show kind of started with like new people I mean keep your OGs in there too and we'll follow mm. like uh Lala's and Sheena's journey as new moms great that could be a storyline James Kennedy he's been an OG and his sobriety journey and his relationship with Raquel great love that but then also bring in new people just bring in hot new people and they'll hook up there'll be drama <laughs> there'll be something that comes along with it it'll be good tv so yeah i was thinking like the reason why you know a lot of these shows aren't necessarily the most diverse is because like housewives for instance like they all are connected via their lives outside of the camera in some way like their friendships you know like um garcelle bouvet was brought into rehearsals of Beverly Hills because she's friends with Denise Richards, yeah. you know, but like you have to have a connection to somebody. So mm -hmm. if this particular group of people has no friends of color, then that could be yeah. why there's only been faith on the show because maybe she just, okay, I'm gonna work here for the summer. You know, she's been on other, what, other reality TV shows before. Yeah. So that's kind of like, you know, what the connection was. Wow, that's a good I don't point. Know. That's a good point. If they're not actually friends though. Yeah, casting department needs to step it up there. Because if they don't actually have friends of color, then true, it's not going to change. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm actually very surprised. I truly didn't think that the show was going to come back. Like like I said, I mean, one, it's just been so long. So like, I don't know, it kind of felt like it maybe needed to end. But then I understand because of COVID. Also, like, it's not like COVID stopped, and especially in LA. So I don't know how much like we're really going to see like in the restaurant space, like, it's certainly not fully open again. So if they just start filming in May or June, whatever it is, then I'm not sure how much we're actually going to get. But also like, I, I just thought after, I mean, you have six people gone now, like those four in June and then Jackson, Brittany, I thought that was like the cherry on top where, where like the show was over. But Lisa Vanderpump won't let that happen, I guess. No, that's a nice bag for her. I'm sure she gets some kind of money from it. I mean, she's still in it, right? She's not just behind his name. She's, yeah, no, she's like still, in it, in it. Mm -hmm, she's still in it. And you know what? I think she saw the disaster that was happening for Vanderpump. And she said, I'm going to still get my bag. And now she has a show on E. She's like, I'm going to have to bang out some new projects because these idiots just might have ruined my show. So <laughs> stay relevant somehow. And she's not a housewife anymore at Beverly Hills. So, oh my God. I mean, either way, she's not starving for money with or without TV. Let's be real. I yeah. mean, she still owns a bar. What her, her husband is is rich as fuck and doesn't she already come from money outside of housewives you know some of these girls yeah. they come on this show and they are broke as fuck 
yeah. Like, they need the show. <laughs> you need that paycheck from Bravo. No, <laughs> not struggling. That's a great point. She is in no position to beg any network for anything. I think maybe she just like for her own maybe reputation and image like that's not how she wants to go out and I would totally understand that because it's not like I've ever gotten any like racist vibes from her so I wonder but if- she she's a little unaware yeah Just oh absolutely things she, she said in the past yeah no I definitely agree with you I agree with you I think that she needs to just cover her ass at this point so she's like let's do other things so she has this show with E now um like keeping herself relevant until mm. this inevitable return of Vanderpump Rules I can't believe it's been as long as it has been but I'm anxious to see what direction they go in I really hope they bring in new people I mean because otherwise it might be a little boring like I don't want to just see new moms being so sober like hey look they doing it in Jersey Shore I mean fair bringing it back and it's like uh they're all moms now and it it, like kills the Thursday rating yeah great point situ the mic situation is an anomaly though that guy when he when family vacation came out in 2018 Mm. the first thing I said was Oh my God, Mike used to make the show. Now we have him sober, uh, in a relationship, like boring. Dad now. Yeah, yeah. Well now, yeah, now he's going to be a dad. But I remember thinking like, okay, the whole fun was that he was just like hooking up with everyone, saying all these ridiculous things. And now he's like a good guy. That's going to be boring to watch. Meanwhile, he's still the most entertaining on the show. Yeah. And you have the moms, like Dina might be one of the most like, down to play with with the uh, jersey mm-hmm. store and she just gave birth again too god damn everyone's having a baby right now but yeah that's that's a great point they have stayed relevant and not only have they stayed relevant they're excelling in their ratings still yeah um, we're gonna take a quick pivot here they're coming back and i think you might have even been the one to tell me this snooki is coming back to jersey shore allegedly family vacation because tmz snapped pictures of her and Angelina having a little dinner and there was a cameraman in the background. So I think that can only mean one thing. And that is another thing that's just not talked about enough. This is like the Khloe Kardashian ring. Like why that picture's out there. Why aren't more people talking about Snooki coming back on a show that she said she was done with? I think because people already were kind of like, she's not really gone for good. I mean, cause she loves those people one. I'm sure they're paying her very well, too. And we also don't know in what capacity she's coming back. I mean, maybe she's only, like, part-time, you know? Um, With Cammy. Uh, yeah, like, there for dinner or whatever. But when they were, you know, promoting the new season, I think the whole Angelina thing was, like, really fresh. And she was always saying, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Because yeah. it was still fresh. I mean, she was getting death threats. You know, people calling her store. Yeah. You know, I mean... People have gone from like, you know, hating Angelina when she was on the original one to like really loving her now. I mean, you go to her social media and she has, you know, millions of followers now versus before it was like, she had that, that song she put out and like people were shitting on her and, you know, I mean, I didn't know about makes the show though. That song I had no idea about. I heard that. Everyone YouTube, what's the name of that? Um, I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, this this do like Angelina from Jersey Shore. I'm hot. That is the funniest, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god, I have to watch that after this. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> That's a hot mess. That's that was. She was not a mess. I'm excited for that return though. When yeah, I- overall I like the show. It is a even though at, at some part it's like, oh man, like this isn't the same as it used to be, but it is still, you know. Uh, a guilty pleasure that takes me back you know that was like senior year of high school like yeah. freshman in college like go- going home to watch that you know yeah. oh I'll never miss a Jersey day 
never yeah oh my god i remember the first episode of family vacation the whole the new show um when it came back a couple years ago that thursday i went all out for it i made chicken <laughs> farm and pasta and whatever i had this great meal and i drank accidentally an entire bottle of like merlot or something and i was like <laughs> i work in the morning like i can't hang for thursdays like i used to and I had to commute into New York the next morning. I was like, oh my oh, God, shit. I can't do this every Thursday. Like, and I kind of did for a little while, then I figured it out. But damn, I do love that show. No matter how, like, you know, nothing's going to compare mm-hmm. to the OG version, but I'm never going to miss an episode. Good Ron, times for sure. Oh my God, I can't wait for the return of that. I could talk about Jersey Shore all day. So when that does, yeah, we both could. Yeah, yeah, I want you and Haley to come here. We'll, we'll talk, talk all Shore the whole time because we could. Um, but that's all we have for this week's episode. So to hear, thank you so much for coming on and giving me your input. Tell people where they could find you if you want them to find you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, uh my initials uh, T R G R underscore ninety two on IG. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this and we'll do this again soon. Looking forward to it. Okay, guys, that wraps up another episode of Tea Time. As always, I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I know it was kind of different to do an episode with all headlines. Um, And we're going to just keep the changes coming because next week, if all goes as planned, I think we're going to just do an entire episode of an interview for a guest that I have scheduled this Monday. I am not going to say anything on who it is or what until everything is signed, sealed, delivered, and recorded and saved. Because like I opened this show, we had some flakes. I don't think this person will be one. But until next Wednesday, stay sipping that tea. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.